0: Hey, Lighthouse Niagara family. This is Pastor Joel Sloss. I hope that the message you receive today blesses you so, so much. We know that uh, the times are are becoming a little bit more extreme, a little darker. Uh, does, does anybody have anything that uh, has is news or has come up in the news recently? And you say, "Oh my goodness, okay, here's another thing that is mo- a little bit more extreme." Anybody? Or you're you're recognizing a trend or something Jan so yeah we we see uh things of prices going up uh julie was saying that uh i can't remember what it was but an item that was uh a dollar normally it was 99 cents uh either now she's it's three dollars it's like okay so let's uh, we, we recognize that the food prices are going going up and uh maybe you felt the pinch uh with the prices price of food going up um... we see uh... we see some things that are, are uh... a little bit more disturbing with uh, uh, confusion of the mind if you would or, or things that were once uh... marked as as, as being Something that needed to, to have uh, some help, or people that would need help with their their mind and their thinking, uh, uh, now is is hey, it's totally acceptable and normal, and it's it's okay. Uh, and people that are are would need help or were needing help ten years ago. Now suddenly it's uh, hey, go ahead. Uh, didn't know this, um, and I don't think that some of the, the, uh, the young boys that are being encouraged to uh, um, pursue uh, the, the opposite gender, opposite sex uh, uh, with the treatment that they're having uh, basically they will never be able to, to have anything sexual uh, as a male and it's like, these are, you know, 14, 15, 16, 17-year-olds that are, do they understand the procedures and what's happening to them, that they'll never experience what it is physically uh, when it comes to things of men. So we see uh, this, this thing happening, these things happening that are such shifts in our, uh, in our uh, day and age, and um, we recognize that a lot of it uh, has to do with people saying, you know what, uh, there, is, there is no God. And so they pursue the things of, that are of, uh, I don't know what to say other than that, that are of, of, is of confusion or that which needed help 10 or 15 years ago now Just go ahead and you're totally normal. Everything is okay. Everything is normal. There's an encouraging and uh, detriment. Uh, I don't know if anybody's heard uh, of the the bill that was passed recently. Anybody? Bill C-11? Does anybody know what that's about? So basically, let me just... uh, um, It's also known as the online... Streaming Act, and it's an updated version of Bill C-10. It was first introduced last year by former Canadian Heritage Minister, Stephen uh, Gilbo, and um, basically it expands the Broadcasting Act that gives the Canadian, uh, or CRTC, uh, regu- t- regulatory powers over radio and television to cover all audio-visual visu- audio content on the Internet including uh, whatever YouTube, Spotify, uh, TikTok and various podcast clients so they have, they can uh, basically regulate. Um, I'm just reading quickly here. Um, Sorry? Uh, absolutely, so um, it will, will the Bill C-11 give the CRTC the power to regulate your posts? The short answer, yes. So they'll be able to monitor all online audio-visual. Um, yeah, I'm just, whoops make sure I'm I've got the right thing here and uh, so they, they, they'll they be able to monitor and uh, sh- uh, shut down uh, things that they want to or that they feel contravenes uh, well who who's in charge of of regulating or or the content it's uh, I don't know uh, it might be a little bit Could be... uh, So let me just uh, go to the back side. Uh, So yeah. um, They'll monitor all online audiovisual content. This power extends to penalizing content creators and platforms, and through them content creators that fail to comply. So I, I think I think it was was challenged or whatever. But if it goes through a reading or whatever, or it's the the Senate that then I guess goes and passes whatever bills. Uh, so it's been it's been passed by the Senate. So it's it's in effect. Um, so you'll see less of the content you want most. According, uh, according to the government, Bill C-11 will increase visibility for some officially uh, recognized Canadian content creators. But their tool for doing this is, uh, uh, will be ma- manipulating our playlists, feeds and uh, algorithmic recommendations. So things that you may want, they'll just say, no, 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 we, we don't want you to be watching or uh, receiving this content. So they'll uh, be manipulating uh, the feed. The feeds or things that you might be wanting to have information about. Okay, so anyways, I've got uh, there's so there's yeah, it says in the last days what what is uh, good will be viewed as evil, and what is evil will be viewed and uh, accepted as good, and we see that happening. So, anyways, this is something that just passed uh, the last, I guess this past week, and uh, so it's interesting that uh, in a land that that is, that should be for freedom, freedom of speech, um, is uh, limiting not just speech but or the, the content that's coming to you as well and um, so uh, I want to read to you from uh, matthew twenty four verse thirty seven and and then I want to go to Genesis but basically yeah we're we're living in in the times that were like Noah in like in the days of Noah and um, so I want to just quickly go through a few things uh, uh, here. Uh, we know that we have a way out and, uh, and then what to do uh, in the meantime. And tonight I want to take some, a little bit more time to, to pray uh, on, a few, on a few things. So uh, Matthew 24 from verse 37 says, But as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, giving in marriage until the day that that Noah entered the ark. And did not know until the flood came and took them all away. So also will be the coming of the Son of Man be. So, uh, in this passage, uh, it doesn't seem like there's anything negative here. What What is the the, the main point that Jesus is making here? Uh in these few verses. Hey. Anybody. Yes. Which we will. We will read it. Um, so before. But in this verse. In verse 38. Uh, Matthew 24, 38. For as in the days before the flood. They were eating and drinking. Marrying and giving in marriage. Until the day that. Noah entered the ark. Okay, so life goes on. So even though it's, it's dark out there, not recognizing what's coming, and uh, so life goes on. All right, so the days of Noah. So how bad was it? Genesis 6 verse 1, I'm going to just start at 1, uh, read to verse 8 to begin with or verse 7. It says, now it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born to them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were beautiful and they took wives for themselves of all whom they chose. Um, And the Lord said, my spirit... The Holy Spirit shall not strive with man forever, for he is indeed flesh, yet his day shall be 120 years. So, um, at this time, they were living to be many, like hundreds of years of age. Does anybody know how old uh, Adam was when he passed away? Which happened before the flood, but... Okay, so 930 years of age. Um, does anybody know how, so you say, well, really, could somebody live that long? Um, so it gives the ages, it's not just of, of Adam, but it gives the age of different individuals. And we recognize that uh, most of them live to be hundreds of years of age. And, um, but here, because uh, there was something that, that happened here, uh, there was a curtailing of of lifespan, and um, it says here, "My spirit shall not strive with man forever, for he is indeed flesh. Yet his day shall be one hundred and twenty years." So, uh, verse, the fact that the lifespan would be shortened. There were there were giants on the earth in those days. And also afterward, when the sons of God came into the daughters of men, and they bore children to them, those were the mighty men who were of old, men of renown. Does anybody know what, uh, what this the sons of God saw the daughters of men? Does anybody know what we're talking about here? Huh? okay so we're talking about basically we're the sons of God really we're not talking um, immortal immortals necessarily uh, that that had lived forever and ever but basically we're talking about uh, fallen fallen angels and beings uh, that mingled with women so um, they saw the daughters of men, they were beautiful, and they took wives for themselves of all whom they chose. So here you have these beings having a relation with women, the daughters of men, and having these giants, uh, men of, of renown. And uh, this was this something that God was saying, this was acceptable, this was okay to do? This was absolutely contrary to what God had uh, uh, that were their boundaries they overstepped their boundaries um, does anybody know what uh, what happened to these uh, demons or these these beings all right so Jude talks about them being bound so they were bound and are in a in an abyss and they've been there for uh, and help me out somewhere between f- four four 4500 and and five five thousand years or so so we're talking uh, thousands of years now they've been bound and uh, here's the Lord's take on this his view of this he says then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually and the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth and he was grieved in his heart now so this this aspect of the thoughts of the heart was evil continually their intent was evil and wickedness continually to the point that God was sorry that he had made man on the earth there's a grieving. So the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, creeping thing and birds of the air, for I am sorry that I have made them. So there was a, uh, a polluting of, of creation as well. Um, and the Lord is saying there, there will be destruction that comes. This is how uh, the Lord is... The evaluation of the Lord then, and it is the same evaluation now. So the the aspect of of the way it is, there is judgment coming. We talked about that last week. So if you missed last Wednesday, uh, check out the message uh, last Wednesday. But it, it talks about judgment coming. There is judgment coming, and uh, of course the question is, where will I be? Where where do I stand? And also, where does the uh, where, where do those people that are in my life and around me, where do they stand? So they will they will have judgment as well. Now we recognize, uh, I, I want to just tie in the wickedness uh, of man at this point uh, with what Jesus says in Matthew 24. We read this uh, earlier on. Uh, but I, I just want to read just quickly uh, what we're... We're going to see. It's not that you are—you have to be afraid or anything. Uh, just recognize that uh, that we're living in the last days. So now as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us when will these things be, and what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you. So there's going to be deception. The Lord is saying, Don't be deceived. For many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ and will deceive many. So... Uh, I've been mentioning the last little while, watch who you're listening to, Uh, by their fruit you shall know them, Uh, don't believe, if if it doesn't line up with scripture, and I would say don't base it on just one verse, Uh, look at the context of the verse, look also that there would be uh, two or three other uh, witnesses or scriptures that give uh, weight to a verse, So things are established by two or three witnesses. And uh, we take that into account when you're reading scripture, that there should be a confirming of anything that would be established as doctrine scripturally. There should be other scriptures that will back up that verse. And um, if it doesn't, you're not making doctrine out of it. All right? And also to read it in context. So take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. So we are seeing that now. Wars and rumors of wars. There have been wars over the millennia. But uh, we see that there is an intensifying. See that you are not troubled for all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. So don't be troubled. Uh, These things are are going to happen. The end hasn't come yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines, pestilences and earthquakes in various places. So famines, we're talking about uh, not having enough food. Uh, so one thing is we, we may need to prepare uh, and um, for food shortages, pestilences, uh, different things, uh, insects, that kind of thing, uh, in the natural realm, uh, these extremes, uh, diseases, these kinds of things will be happening, we're seeing that, and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. So there's one way to look up at this is uh, the the Jews will be, uh, he's talking to his disciples. They are Jews, Jewish. They will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. So one is, is uh, govern in a political sense or uh, by nation. But the other one is spiritually. Uh, there will be uh, a coming against those that are... Uh, following Jesus and then many will be offended and betray one another and will hate one another then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many and because lawlessness will abound the love of many will grow cold and so even love for, for others will grow cold but he who endures to the end shall be saved so Um, there's also a mention, uh, if the next, the next verse, um, Matthew 24, I think the next verse talks about, uh, the, the word, the gospel going out. Let me just pull that up. (coughs) Yeah. Verse 14. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. So the one thing that, uh, that will happen especially is the Lord will give opportunity, uh, just like he did in Noah's day, for people to come to the Lord. And so this is beautiful, this testimony tonight about uh, your friend from over 60 years now that you were together with over 60 years ago, giving her life to the Lord. We want to pray for Elfrida, that she would continue to come to know and have a full or a greater revelation of who Jesus is. The cool thing is that uh, there is a way out. And I I love what it says in Genesis chapter 6, verse 8. It says, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Hallelujah. And it says in verse 9, it says, this genealogy of Noah... This is the this is the genealogy of Noah. Noah was a just man, perfect in his generations. Noah walked with God, and Noah begot three sons: Shem, Ham, and Japheth. So we here we have uh, this aspect of walking with God as we seek God. And tonight, there's we want to draw near to Him to to cry out to Him uh, that there. That it wouldn't just be us having the way out, but others would have the way out as well, and uh, we want to pray for that. In Hebrews, um, oh, let me just uh, read verse 11. The earth also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. So God looked upon the earth, and indeed it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted their own or their way on the earth. So we're talking the uh, the behavior was extreme as it is today behavior is becoming more and more extreme and we're talking for the negative unfortunately it says in hebrews eleven seven. it says by faith noah being divinely warned of things not yet seen moved with godly fear prepared an ark for the saving of his household by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith so he is believing uh the lord he could have said ah god what you want me to build a a what a ship an ark what is that anyways and um we recognize the size the extent of this the dimensions of this uh this watercraft huge and the lord makes a way the lord makes a way out and we are the ones to share Uh, the way out for people just like Elfrida having uh, being disturbed to the point of I want to I just don't want to live anymore and it's it's, there's such evil and wickedness out there I don't want to live anymore and yet there is a way out Um, it says in John 14 verse 1 it says let not your heart be troubled you believe in God believe also in me In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. How many are looking forward to the the return of the Lord? It's like, yeah, I can't wait for the return of the Lord. And where I go, you know, and the way you know. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going, and how can we know the way? And Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And so Jesus, Jesus is definitely the way out. He is the one that we can trust, and he is the one that, that where there is a shelter and there's a, a covering in the storm and a, a carrying through the storm. Uh, he is there for us, that not even death can separate us from his love. So in verse 13, Genesis 6:13, it says, And God said to Noah, The end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them. And behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Make yourself an ark of gopher wood. Make rooms in the ark and cover it inside and outside with pitch. And this is how you shall make it. The length of the ark shall be 300 cubits, its width 50 cubits, and its height 30 cubits. So we're talking... Uh, 300 cubits, as short as 450 feet, Uh, so we're talking um, almost four times, four times the length of this entire building, okay, so this building, we're not talking this room, we're talking the entire building from one end to the other is I think 130 feet, and so it's like four times the length, and it was... It's uh, width 50 cubits. So it's about, it was about the width of this building from one side right through to the other side. And the length was about four times the length of this. So it was uh, a structure also that was um, height 30 cubits. So it was about the the height of this building to the peak plus maybe some a little bit more on top of that, so we're talking a large structure. The Lord makes a way out. You, may, you shall make a window for the ark, and you shall finish it to a uh, to a cubit from above, and set the door of the ark in its side. You shall make it with lower, second, and third decks. And behold, I myself am bringing flood waters on the earth to destroy from under heaven all flesh in which is the breath of life everything that is on the earth shall die but i will establish my covenant with you and you shall go into the ark you your sons your wife and your son's wives with you and of every living thing of all flesh you shall bring two of every sort into the ark to keep them alive with you they shall be male and female of the birds after their kind of animals after their kind of every creeping thing of the earth after its kind two of every kind will come to you to keep them alive, and you shall take for yourself of all food that is eaten, and you shall gather it to yourself, and it shall be food for you and for them. And thus Noah did, according to all that God commanded him, so he did, that we would heed the word of the Lord, so critical to heed the word of the Lord. Then the Lord said to Noah, come into the ark, you and all your household, because I have seen that you are righteous before me in this generation. We cannot be righteous except through faith in Jesus Christ. And even uh, Noah, not knowing everything about Jesus and his coming and all of that, but there was faith in God. And um, just as it says with Abraham, his faith, it was counted to him as righteousness. Our faith is so important that it would be in Jesus Christ what he did for us and Luke 17 verse 26 and 27 says and as it was in the days of Noah so will also be in the days of the Son of Man they ate they drank they married wives they were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all so um, there is a way out and we have grabbed a hold you and I we have grabbed a hold of the way out In Jesus Christ. Salvation is in and through him. And for these. The time until the Lord comes back. We need. The power of the Holy Spirit. Upon us. In our lives. For our sake. And for the sake of the lost. And. um, I just want to close with some time. A little bit of time of prayer. It says, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, and all Judea and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. And uh, so, tonight, as as we pray, I wanna I wanna pray for maybe five different things, and um, and I'm just wondering if we can get into uh, some groups here tonight, and I just. And maybe we can within our group. Uh, I'm going to just give you the uh, the prayer point, and uh, we'll take a few minutes to pray on that point. And uh, so, if I if I could have you, yeah, move into groups of uh, anywhere from four or five to seven or eight. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, find yourself, if you can just move a little bit, if you want to uh, head over to, and if you'd like, uh, maybe just uh, turn around in your your seats so that you're facing the, the group. There might be some groups of nine. Okay. Okay. So is there every all right? If I could have uh, just uh, to answer this question, where do we need the power of the Holy Spirit? We shall receive power from the Holy Spirit of the Holy Spirit. So, where do we need the power of the Holy Spirit? So, in one area, we need uh, power of the Holy Spirit is in prayer, as we pray. It says in 1 Corinthians 14, verse 15, what is the conclusion? I will pray with the Spirit, and I will also pray with understanding. I will sing with the Spirit, I will also sing with the understanding. So we can pray with our understanding, which you guys will do, and we can also pray in the Spirit. So I want you to to pray in your groups, Lord, that I would be, even as we are coming to you to pray with understanding, that I will also pray in the Spirit that I would also have your spirit helping, my spirit, our spirit. And not just for you personally, but in your group, pray for each other. And also for uh, not just us here, but our church, our brothers and sisters here in this body of believers and also across this area that God has put us. Lord, that we would have power, the power of the Holy Spirit to pray powerfully with understanding and also to pray in the Spirit, okay? So, if I could have you just uh, take a few minutes and uh, to do that, and I'll just, uh, we'll go for about three or four minutes. Maybe I can have one or two of you pray on that point within your group. So power, the power of the Holy Spirit to pray in the Spirit, and also to pray in understanding, all right? All right, go for it. Hallelujah. So, Lord, we we are in agreement, as the prayers have gone up to you here tonight regarding prayer, that, Lord, we would have power even as we pray, Lord, that there would be an effectiveness of prayer, Lord, whether we pray with understanding or in the spirit, Lord, I pray for, for there to be answers to prayer, Lord, as we beseech you, as we come before you, as we entrust you and and uh, a request of you, Lord, that there will be powerful answers to prayer, Lord, whatever it may be, with understanding or in the spirit. We need the direction uh, and the, the anointing of your spirit upon us, even as we would pray, Lord, that our prayers would not be just uh, words that, uh, that float up and, and uh, hit the ceiling and come back down, but Lord, that they would go right to your throne. Lord, that they would be uh, uh, your spirit, unctioning our spirit, what we need to pray and how we should pray in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Um, I'm going to have, if we could pray, I'm going to break just for the sake of time. Um, If I could have this group. Uh, over here, uh, if somebody can look up 1 Peter 4:10 and 11, it's regarding ministry, and uh, that we would have the power of the Holy Spirit in ministry, whether we're oracles of God speaking, or whether we're ministering, whatever way that may look, that we would have the Holy Spirit, so 1 Peter 4:10 and 11, so if you guys just have somebody read through that, and then pray on that, if I could have these two middle sections here, if you could pray Uh, If somebody has their Bible there, Romans 8, 1 to 11. Romans 8, 1 to 11. Just read through it. The main thought and ideas there is the Holy Spirit helping us uh, even to have victory over sin as our faith is in Jesus Christ. All right? So victory, that we would have the power of the Holy Spirit to have victory over sin. So just have somebody read through that passage and have one or two people praying that part Uh, on this side. Uh, if I could have you praying that that we would become more like Jesus, the passage Galatians five twenty two to twenty six, okay, Galatians five twenty two to twenty six, talks about the fruit of the Spirit, the fruit of the Holy Spirit in our life to become more like Jesus in who we are in our character, uh, and so the Holy Spirit says. Uh, he wants to help us. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. So Holy, the Holy Spirit is there to help us to become more and more like Jesus in our our every day, moment-to-moment living. So if I could have you uh, pray that. Once again, the passage of Scripture is Galatians 5, 22 to 26. Maybe one person can read and then just take uh, about four or five minutes. So I'll, I'll give you guys about five minutes or so as you pray on that. All right? Everybody good? All right, I think we're finished. Everybody's finished. Can we stand together? I want to uh, just pray the last point here. Where do we need the power of the Holy Spirit? It says, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem, and all Judea and Samaria to the end of the earth. We're not in Jerusalem. We're not in Judea. We're not in Samaria. We are at the other ends of the earth are good 9-10 hour flight away from where they were and uh, that the power of the Holy Spirit would be flowing through us to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ because if others if they don't hear about Jesus Christ we can minister if we don't minister uh, the gospel as well person they can know about Jesus, but there's no way to respond. And uh, so we want we want to be able to uh, have life flowing through us. So uh, if we can be in agreement as uh, as we just close in prayer with this final point. Lord, we thank you. You are the one, Jesus, you are the one that baptizes in the Holy Spirit. Father, it is your promise to us that we would be... Filled with the Holy Spirit, with power. That the Holy Spirit come us, upon us, there would be power. We would be endued with power to be witnesses unto you, Jesus. Of you, Jesus. Wherever we may be going, And Lord, it is unto you, Jesus. And it is the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is, is the one that, uh, that everything that is here on earth... Lord, the things that should be done that are according to your will are done by the Holy Spirit. And the, the, the Lord Jesus, you are the one that oversees everything. And you are, all power and authority has been given to you but you are the one that baptizes in the Holy Spirit, Jesus. And so we pray that we will, there would be just a, a power uh, upon us and flowing from us that brings life, that would bring life to those that uh, don't have life. Lord, we pray for your spirit. Lord, that there would, that each one of us would be witnesses unto you, each one of us. Lord would be that individual that would share life with others as the spirit, the spirit flows through us, life flowing from us, rivers of living water flowing from us. Lord, we pray this, Lord, that wherever we go, whoever we're in touch with, Lord, whether it's directly or if, if it's uh, by phone or text or whatever uh, medium that we're using, Lord, I pray that there would be Your Spirit just flowing through us that the gospel of Jesus Christ would be uh, proclaimed Lord that we would be pre- prepared in, in fact we would desire Lord use me today to share the gospel of somebody let me share life with somebody Lord Jesus Lord that we would re- that, that we would not be afraid to say this is what happened to me this is where I was at this is where I was before the Lord and I was living I was trespasses and sin. Lord, I just pray that there would be uh, this proclamation that even though there, there is sin that causes death and separation from you, Jesus, you died for us so that we could have life. You took your sin, our sins upon yourself. Lord, let that, mas- that message go out. And Lord, that there would be a receiving of you into, our, into the life and lives of those that don't know you, that they would receive you. And, Lord, that they would have life in and through you. Lord, you are coming soon. We are living in the last days, like in the days of Noah. And, Lord, they just kept on going as if there was nothing nothing different. And they just kept on going on with life. Lord, I pray that we would be those that would reach out to touch those that are headed for destruction. Lord you are able to contain all those that should be saved. Lord, it's not like there's a limit. Lord, but your heart is that none should perish, that all should come to repentance. And so, Lord, I pray that there would be that, that infilling of your spirit, that, that there would be that proclaiming of the, that the kingdom of God is at hand. The kingdom of God is, is here. You can get into it. Just repent and believe in the gospel. And so, Lord, let us have that message in the power of the Holy Spirit. Pour out your Spirit upon us. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, we thank you that the promise of the Father is a definite thing that each and every one of us could have. The promise of the, the, of the Father the, the baptism in the Holy Spirit, it is not just for some. It is for every single one that as we would ask and as we would yield to, to uh, you, Jesus, you will baptize us in the Holy Spirit and in, with power. And so let that happen even now, Lord. Hallelujah. We bless your name. We thank you. We praise you. We exalt you. We thank you for the, Lord, the work that you are doing uh, on each and every one of us, Lord. You are doing a work of changing us. We are becoming more like you. And so, Lord, we thank you for that. And, Lord, we thank you for, for the work of your spirit, not just on us, but, Lord, that desires to flow overflow from us. There would be an overflow of your spirit, Lord, and there would be life. Lord, even as you proclaim the gospel, Lord, that the the rivers of living water would be there to bring life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's just lift our voices together. Let's just begin to thank the Lord for his faithfulness. Thank the Lord for the fact that that we are not alone, that the Holy Spirit is there for us and is in us, living within us. Hallelujah. We just thank you, Lord. Your name, we bless your name, Lord Jesus. Shaharo si Rebi Rebis siandoro bakasondoro macasandara, Ela la haike siya torobakosondoro macasandara, Rabba Sandori make Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord, that you would receive all the glory and praise, Lord, that you would receive all the glory and praise, Hallelujah, Shikara sotora macasandara. Jesus, as you are lifted up, you would draw all men to yourself. Lord, there would be a drawing to you, Lord, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We bless your name, Lord Jesus. Hey, Lighthouse family. Thanks so much for tuning in to another one of our podcast sermons. I'm Pastor Joel Sloss for more podcasts, media, and live stream services at lighthouseniagara.com, Sundays at 10 o'clock. God bless.